Here's the community updates for the week on October 3rd. Grand Rapids Police Chief Eric Payne unveiled the final draft of his department's three-year strategic plan, which aims to improve police community relations in the city. The plan provides action steps with measurable outcomes using a neighborhood-based policing model. It also acknowledges people of color and low-income residents as disproportionately impacted by city policies, policing practices, and the criminal justice system with a commitment to ending this. A draft of the plan was introduced in August with community feedback informing the final product. The plan's three strategic priorities are safety, innovation, and engagement. Among actions driven by these priorities are transitioning to neighborhood-based policing that make every patrol officer a community policing specialist, piloting a mental and behavioral health team that can correspond to calls for services related to mental health and nonviolent substance use, and reimagining employee recruiting strategies to ensure the department's demographics are representative of the communities. The three-year plan is available on the Grand Rapids Police Department's website. A redline copy is also available, which details where revisions have been made since receiving community feedback. The Grand Rapids Public Library has joined with five community partners to lend mobile hotspots to area families without internet access, it announced Monday. The expanded access providing high-speed and secure connections aims to help families with students navigating virtual learning amid the pandemic. To ensure the hotspots reach neighborhoods most in need, the GRPL identified and partnered with community organizations serving a large population of tech-disadvantaged households. The partnering organizations are, commun are Baxter Community Center, Early Learning Neighborhood Collaborative, Granville Avenue Arts and Humanities HQ, and Grand Rapids Urban League. Local First launched its new website last week to further promote West Michigan's locally owned businesses with an upgraded directory detailing who's open, what they offer, and how to get it. Roughly 600 local businesses are featured on the website with visitors able to discover them by keyword, ownership demographic, type of business, and location. Their listings include contact information, links to social media, events, discounts, promotions, and image galleries. More details about how Local First supports local businesses are available through its blog on its website. Kent County's rate of new COVID-19 cases is continuing its fall season rise, the Kent County Health Department reported on Wednesday. In the KCHD's weekly video update, KCHD Director Dr. Adam London said the county is now seeing about 72 new cases per day. The county's growth has steadily climbed each week since mid-August when the KCHD was reporting a daily average of 32 new cases. Like the county's case growth, its test positivity rate has steadily increased each week since mid-August when it was at 1.7%. Most of Kent County's new COVID-19 cases are reported by the KCHD as being residents between 19 and 24 years old, aligning with London's claim of schools reopening being largely behind the county's resurgence. The KCHD offers free COVID-19 testing at various locations throughout Kent County with information about registering for a test available on its website. The City of Grand Rapids launched an e-scooter sharing program on Wednesday, expanding mobility options for Grand Rapidians and city visitors. In partnership with Ford-owned mobility company Spin, the pilot program deploys e-scooters across the 12-square-mile area covering downtown, neighborhoods, and business districts. SPIN will deploy 300 scooters and plans on scaling up that number to 1,500 to match demand. 
Using a Spin Mobile app, riders can unlock the scooters, view a map to find nearby designated parking zones, and access information on how to ride them safely. Scooters are $1 to unlock, plus 15 cents per minute. Reduced rates for low-income residents and non-smartphone options are also available. Spin scooters operate at a maximum of 10 miles per hour and are geofenced via GPS technology to automatically slow or power scooters down when they cross into pedestrian-only zones, such as on college campuses. To protect public health amid the pandemic, Spin will be disinfecting scooters every time they're collected and brought back to their warehouse for inspection and repairs. The company encourages riders to wear face coverings, use a disinfectant wipe on the handlebars, wash the hands before and after riding, or wear, ex or wear gloves as an extra precaution. Basic safety guidelines for riding the scooters are available on the safety page on SPIN's website. The Rapidian encourages local residents to share their own stories related to civic, economic, and public health developments in the Grand Rapids area on the Rapidian's platform. To get started as a community reporter, visit therapidian.org slash write. This update is brought to you by the Rapidian, GRTV, and the Grand Rapids Community Media Center. Please take care of yourself and take care of others.